the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. And my name's Mark Salem. And last hour, we left Paul hanging, and he said he'd stick through the commercials for us. So I'm going to go straight to Paul because he's been waiting, and I think I'm going to take care of him right off the bat. Good morning, Paul. How are you? Good morning, Mark. How are you? Very good. Thank you very much. How can I help you? uh, the last unmolested 99M3 on the planet showing a uh, large EVAP code check engine light. I believe it's a 451 code. It's been a while since I read it. Gas cap's been checked. I've been in the right rear wheel well, checked for a broken neck on the EVAP canister back there. Took it to a shop. They smoked it from both ends uh, up at the engine bay and back on the gas cap for four hours and said they couldn't find any smoke. Uh, I can't make the check engine light go away unless I can figure out how to fix it. So I'm looking for a good shop that might actually be able to find the problem. Well, that's easy. What part of town do you live in? I'm up on the north side. Okay. Who told me just the... uh, Oh, Action. Action Auto, Deer Valley and I-17 told me just the other day... He said, I hired this young man whose... Him and his wife were transferred from the northwest to phoenix his wife was for a job and he happened to be a bmw certified tech i didn't want to tell anybody that i had a bmw tech until i made sure that he really knew what he was talking about so it's been a year now and i want to tell you mark this guy is a wizard so, if I were you, I'd call Tom at Action Auto at Deer Valley and I-17, and I would ask him if his technician wants to take a look at the uh, EVAP code. Let me explain something to you. The evaporation system, is the, it has lots of moving parts, and leaks is only just one part of that. So, we want the system to be airtight, but what we want to do is, is we want to, at, at the appropriate time, we don't want to be on a dirt road bouncing gas around, sucking fumes off the top of the tank because there's a good chance we're going to get liquid gas if your tank is three-quarters full or more. We want to be able to suck fumes off the tank with the least. We want the ocean in the tank to be calm. Can I? Am I drawing a good picture for you? Sure. So we want the gas to be calm. So we want to suck the fumes. We want to send them forward through the canister. Then we want to send them into the engine. So we're burning and using the fumes off the tank. Well, there's all kinds of solenoids and all kinds of happenings going on there. So what happens is the computer, and I don't know about your 99, but I'm going to give you a generic format. The computer has a pressure sensor, a pressure or a vacuum sensor in the tank. And intermittently, the computer says, well, I think it's time to check the EVAP system. 
so it pulls a vacuum on the tank of two inches of vacuum and the sensor better say I see two inches and the computer goes good well maybe the sensors bad or maybe it can't draw a vacuum because the gas caps bad or maybe it can't draw a vacuum because like you said the evaporative nipple is broken off of one of the components <laughs> there's all this going on but there's also solenoids that are commanded to open that don't there's also solenoids that are commanded to open that are fed vacuum and the vacuum line has broken or fallen off so we have lots of moving parts so smoke in it is just one fourth of the entire picture and the fact that you smoke it and it holds and it doesn't leak any smoke that just eliminates one of the four moving components mm -hmm. so um, now if you if you I'll give you another shop there's a place called Bayer Motor Works B-E-Y-E-R Bayer Motor Works and you'll notice that Bayer Motor Works is BMW uh, Ray, Ray Larson is down there he's on next to um, Stellar Air Park which is on Chandler Boulevard and I think McClintock or Rural no, it's going to be McClintock and Price. It's going to be right off the 101. So they're down on Chandler Boulevard. They do a BMW work, and they do great BMW work, and actually I lean on them when I need help with Beamers. Yeah, I hate to tell you, but Action is the last place I actually took the thing, and, and they smoked it for all that time. The BMW specialist is the guy that worked on the car. So I had gone to I, what I think I got lucky and found what is a very reputable source for it, but we ended up scratching our heads i managed to, to tweak it a little bit and get it through the smog so i'm good for two years but i really don't want to sit here and look at that check engine light all this time so yeah well i i don't know what to tell you you need a scanner that can talk to a bmw in order to command it to do different things and to watch it do different things to try to so, make it open the solenoid belt and make it perform those functions it put you there now your 99 is kind of old so that's why I'm kind of I'm, I'm being a little wishy-washy because I don't know what the software is but but in fact the the newer model cars and perhaps your 99 and BMW is not like the last person in the world to do something they are really in the first 10 percent of the people that do stuff so I'm thinking there's probably some activity that that, w that someone could have done to make this happen but the real question is is what's not happening and and the code is just going to give you the city where the problem is you still got to find the street in the address yeah and that's what nobody's no one's done for you yet so those are two guys that i i can recommend highly and uh and let me know how it turns out for you i appreciate that very much thank you mark okay thank you 602-508-0960 let me tell you uh, about quality transmission in tempe and i'll tell you why quality has been on my list first of all he's been around since 1977 he's an honest guy he's very dependable um, they don't do different grades of repair. You always give their very best effort. They're not going to be the cheapest guys in town, but they're going to be in the middle of that zero to a hundred kind of range. But they do quality work, and 90% of their business is for repeat customers and customer referrals. They're a member of the Automatic Transmission Rebuilders Association, and even though they only have one location, their warranties are covered by all the other guys in the Automatic Transmission Rebuilders Association nationwide warranty so quality transmission is a great place to go and if you're in the East Valley as far as I'm concerned it's the only place to go quality transmission let me tell you there's a lot of times that you call me uh, at work or you email me um, and ask me you know where my shop is at and there's lots of times the next question I say to you is is where are you at and it's and then you tell me you're in North Scottsdale and I say to you you're gonna pass 20 good shops on your way from North Scottsdale to West Tempe. 
I'm on the freeway at Warner and I-10. I'm a long way away from you. And last hour I read a, a note from a gentleman who had stopped by from Surprise with a heater problem, and I was proud of my staff for directing him to Thunderbird Auto up in Surprise. I'm 50 miles from his house, and the shop that we referred him to is 11 miles to his house, and he wrote me to tell me thank you. And I'm, I'm here to tell you it's because I have great staff is why that happens. But if you live in the Mountain Park Ranch area, the Ahwatukee area, you live in the Chandler area, the Gilbert area, the Queen Creek area, you live in Tempe, um, South Tempe, um, anywhere near Warner and I-10, then I might be a good shop for you if you don't already have a good shop. Uh, we're only open Monday through Friday. Well, I don't say we're only open. We're open Monday through Friday from 7.30 in the morning till 6 at night, except on Friday we close at 5. And we have ASC Master Techs. I'm an ASC Master Tech. I've been an ASC Master Tech longer than any of the guys that work for me. <laughs> and the real beauty of our organization is this. They're not going to BS me about the repair on your car. And uh, But I'm really proud of my staff because our turnover rate is not even one employee a year. I've got Todd and Louie that have been with me more than 10 years, and they are just wizards of both diagnostic and R&R stuff. I have Carlos, and I have a new tech named Scott who has just impressed us beyond belief. And then we have Adam, who's the youngest master tech we've ever had, and he is just a wizard. We've got Adam. Um, and I'm I for, I'm I'm missing a I see faces but I don't see names. <laughs> but we have a good staff. So if you're in that area, uh, in the south uh, south Tempe area, Warner and I-10 area, and if you're five miles north of there, south of there, Sun Lakes, we service Sun Lakes. We, like I say, Chandler, uh, Mountain Park Ranch, Ahwatukee, uh, all that area, we we service you guys. So we work by appointment only. So unless of course it's an emergency and we'll take you in. So uh, call us and and uh, we can work it out. My daughter Andy runs the operation, uh, and my son Alan uh, handles the shop as well as a performance division that we have as well. So I just thought I'd tell you that because that comes up a lot and it's easier for me to tell you now than and uh, then answer a whole bunch of emails. But my email address, if you have a car question, if you'll give me your phone number, I'll call you back. Um, sometimes, and if I can do a quick answer on the internet, I'll do that as well. But my email address is Mark with a K, Mark at MarkSalem.com, S-A-L-E-M, like the cigarette, Mark at MarkSalem.com. So we have um, lots of emails. I was just reading some last hour of people that uh, uh, Joe had called me and he said, you know, we have the E15 fuel, which is 15% ethanol. Uh, 85% gasoline. What's the risk? Would the fuel additives, enzymes help? AAA seems to be very concerned. A number of car dealers aren't going to honor warranties related to damaged fuel system from this fuel. My answer to him is, is I'm upset with AAA, and I'll tell you why. First of all, they don't even have a master technician in their building. They have public relation people whose job is, is to get in front of the media, and they sensationalize stupid stuff in order to do that. There is not a problem with E85, E15 fuel, or call it E85, you can do it whatever you want. The problem is using the high-alcohol-based high fuel in older model cars. There is no truth to the matter that dealers are going to void your warranty because you use an E85 fuel or E15 fuel. Here's the problem with that. They have to prove cause and effect. 
So if you come in and your water pump fails, they can't very well blame that on the gyna gas that's inside your tank, okay? If your transmission fails, they can't very well blame that on what kind of coolant you have, that you don't have the right red color or orange color or green color or blue color coolant in your radiator. It's not going to happen. Cause and effect. The fact of the matter is is that you have no business using an alcohol-based fuel on the 40s and the 50s and the 60s and the 70s and, and in the 80s cars. The 90s are iffies, but when you start talking about OBD2, 2003, 2005, and newer, all these cars can handle that kind of stuff. The problem was with the rubber fuel lines that would deteriorate with the alcohol. But I want to ask you a question. How many old cars do you think still have the original fuel lines on them? Really? None of them do. Nobody's ever had a fuel line that lasted 30 or 40 or 50 years. Everything in the last 15 years that's come out has been alcohol proof. So as we put new fuel line on old cars, we're putting better fuel line than they had before. But I still say that if you have a car 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, and I'll even include 90, in some 90s, you should not use the really big alcohol-based fuel, which is called E15 or E85. You should just use the oxygenated fuel, which is 10% alcohol instead of 15% alcohol. But if you have a bi-fuel vehicle or dual-fuel vehicle, you can use gasoline, and it'll tell you in your manual if you can use 10% alcohol or 15% alcohol. That's what it's all about. But anyway, Joe was nice enough, and he said, you know, they... AAA seems to be concerned, and car dealers are not honoring their warranty of damaged fuel system, and what's your take on this? And my answer to him was, is a lot of what you write is just pure bull. It's not true. It's not true now, and it's not true in the future. There are going to be cars out there that take a beating, but they're going to be few and far between. And typically, insurance companies will take care of those kinds of issues, unless it's a maintenance item. And if that's the case, then they're not going to. Anyway, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. Jeremy's answering them, and I'll be right back. Michael Medved doesn't believe Bernie Sanders is the answer to Hillary Clinton in the Democratic primary. I think that Bernie Sanders has something to offer that Hillary Clinton doesn't. Bernie Sanders is authentic. He has been consistent. He really does believe in this stuff. Look, I don't think Bernie's going to be the candidate. He's 73. He's too old. He's too crotchety. He's too weird. The Michael Medved Show, weekdays at noon, right before Hugh Hewitt at 3, on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. You've earned your associate degree. What's next? Transfer to Grand Canyon University, Arizona's premier private Christian university. 
GCU offers more than 160 academic programs, plus a vibrant campus community and flexible online programs. Experience a simple transfer process that provides same-day transfer evaluations. Tuition assistance is available. Take your next step and transfer to GCU today. Visit gcu.edu slash transfer. When I have an asthma attack, I feel scared. It's like tiny nails in the air poke my lungs. I start to cough. Sometimes I, my parents have to take me to the hospital. Today, one out of 13 children suffer from some form of asthma, accounting for nearly one-third of all emergency room visits. I feel like I'm choking. It's kind of like an elephant is on my chest. A little whistle sound comes out when I breathe. But while your child may suffer from asthma, asthma doesn't have to make your child suffer. There are simple ways you can prevent your child's next attack. To learn more, call 1-866-NO-ATTACKS. That's 1-866-662-8822. Log on to www.noattacks.org or call your doctor. Because even one attack is one too many. I feel like a fish with no water. Brought to you by the EPA, the Ad Council, and this station. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly... It's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... ...could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. The mechanic raised up Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and I'm here at your service to answer your car questions. 602-508-0960. The lines are open. Actually, there's... Hold on, everybody. We're just doing a little maintenance here with the Matrix unit, but I think we're going to get back, uh, Mark, in just a sec. As you can see, we're having some technical trouble. We're going to go to commercial. We'll be right back. This is Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. Over the years, we've noticed we get two types of customers. One customer drives into our shop at the first sign of a problem, and the other waits until the vehicle breaks down and has to be towed in. The drivers who bring us their transmissions right away often catch the problem in the early stages while it's still a minor problem. The other customers push their vehicles so the minor problem becomes major. So if you're ignoring the signs that your transmission needs service, won't you stop by Quality Transmission Service today while you have the best chance of getting good news about the repair? The problem won't go away on its own. Find out for yourself why customers love us. Check out our listing on Mark Salem's website, Best Car Repair Shops in Phoenix. At Quality Transmission Service in Tempe, we'd love to make you our customer, but only you can choose which type of customer you'll be. 
Welcome back, everybody. I'm sorry about the technical difficulty. It must be the the cloud or something like that because uh, that happens every once in a while. And because I'm in a remote location, we have to sync our computers, and which means I have to hang up and then call back again so we can get the right. Um, what do they call that, Jeremy? What is that called? Sixteen eight nineteen two twelve six. All that stuff. Okay. All right. Retraining value of our systems. Anyway, let's go to Matt because he's been waiting. Matt, how can I help you today? <laughs> All I can say is on my end, that was weird. You went into it wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, weird. Man. Yeah, Mark, I don't so, know if you heard that, but you were like for a while. No, you guys were the same way. I, I was hearing me fine, but you guys were, da, 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 and so I thought, you know what, we've crashed. I might as well just recover as fast as I can. <laughs> well played, sir. All righty, Matt, go ahead, buddy. Excellent. I, I've got a Ford F-350, a 2006. Um, it's air-conditioned. Now, Fords, you, I know you love them. You just love Fords, don't you? <laughs> you know what? I, I like the one-tons. There you go. It's a one-ton. I like the one-tons. Uh, anyways. Uh, intermittent problems, okay? The console on the AC will, when I go to turn on the truck, every once in a while it just won't turn on. And it'll, uh, you know, I can cycle the key a number of times, and then eventually that console will actually come back on. Okay. Um, I want you, you to do a couple things for me on that, mm -hmm. okay? I want you to uh, get in the habit of, of paying attention every time you, you stick the key in the ignition, and I want you to just go to the start position and then let it spring back on its own and watch. And if the console doesn't light up, I want you to take your fist, and I want you to bang across the top of the padded dashboard to the left and to the right and right over the, the, that, that panel, okay? I, I need to know if... You, well, you can use a hammer, but I don't. Matt, I don't want you to tear the dashboard up, buddy. Just use your fist, because what I'm trying to do is, if you say to me, Mark, every time I hit in this one place, the panel comes alive. Well, then we have a bad connection right there. You see my point? So mm -hmm. I, I need that. Then I also, if you bang it on the dash, doesn't do anything, and it doesn't light the panel up, then I want you to take your. You, I'm sure you have a tilt column in that. And I want you mm -hmm. to pull the lever, and I want you to bang the steering wheel down, boom. And then I want you to let it go. Okay. It could be a bad connection on the ignition switch that's mounted on the top of the steering column down by the toes of your boots. Okay. So I want you to create havoc in two places and see if you can come to the conclusion that one place or the other is the issue. And. Okay. And, and, and I think we have a good chance of identifying one place or the other. Because the question is, is here's the second question. That's plan A, Matt. Plan B is this. What else doesn't work when it doesn't work? Do the wipers work? Do the hazards work? Does the radio work? Does the blower motor work? What else doesn't work? Because yeah, then we can, I can tell you, it, everything works. I mean, I, I was listening to you on the radio just now. I was... Uh, you know, windshield wipers, everything was working. So it was, uh, um, yeah. As far as I can see, I can I can go through and test that, but um, that's what it looks like. Okay, and and if 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 
see, usually we have one or two different items on each fuse, and so I was trying to say if you said, hey, the wipers and the, that panel go out at the same time, then I'd look at the book and I'd say, oh, well, they're both in the same fuse. Let's replace that fuse or let's clean those connections on that fuse. That's the kind of thought process I'm trying to, to get here. But just just beat on it and, and wiggle that column a bunch, and um, and we're, we're, we're trying to – and then another thing to do, too, is, is leave it alone and drive it and – and and see if if you hit, you know, a, a, a speed bump or something like that. All of a sudden, it comes back alive. Um, it your dashboard's going to have one ground that's going to feed all of it. So if it was a bad ground at the dashboard, we'd lose more than just that. So it's either going to be a bad connection or it's going to be the controller itself is bad. So yeah, it'd be it, one of those two. It, it does seem to me that I, I live on a dirt road, so I, I'm bouncing this thing all the time. But the uh, it does seem to me it never shuts off while it's running. It's always when you go to turn on the key, it just doesn't fire up. And it uh, when it comes back to life, it never does that unless it's unless you're going through the the whole cycling of. I've actually even pulled out the fuse once, dropped it back in, and had it come to life that one time. But uh, I, I I don't do that every time it shuts off. I just usually okay. cycle the key and see if I can get it to move. Okay, now we have two different issues here because we have an ignition switch, which is down on the column, and then we have an ignition lock, which is where you put your key in. So in, in your particular case, I want you to play with both of them. So if you you start it, I, when you go to the start, I want you to force it to the start position. I want you to go deep into that spring-loaded start and crank mode, and I want you to I want you to be real firm with the ignition lock assembly and see if you can. All I want you to do, you, do you realize that if you and I can pull this off, I'm going to save you $150 worth of diagnostic fees if you can walk in and demonstrate how you fix this. Okay. So that's the reason why I think it's important. We, we're on the same page. Follow up with an email and let me know if you figure it out, okay? All right. Cool. Thanks. So thank you very much. All righty, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. My email address is mark at marksalem.com. Mark at MarkSalem.com. Mark Salem has the best shop repairs, the best repair shops uh, in my list, and it also has lots of FAQs and has lots of car information if you ever want to stop by MarkSalem.com. We'll be back in just a minute, 602-508-0960. This is Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. Over the years, we've noticed we get two types of customers. One customer drives into our shop at the first sign of a problem, and the other waits until the vehicle breaks down and has to be towed in. The drivers who bring us their transmissions right away often catch the problem in the early stages while it's still a minor problem. The other customers push their vehicle so the minor problem becomes major. So if you're ignoring the signs that your transmission needs service, won't you stop by Quality Transmission Service today while you have the best chance of getting good news about the repair. The problem won't go away on its own. Find out for yourself why customers love us. Check out our listing on Mark Salem's website, Best Car Repair Shops in Phoenix. At Quality Transmission Service in Tempe, we'd love to make you our customer, but only you can choose which type of customer you'll be. 
Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserite paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. Fox News made the unfortunate decision to limit the first Republican debate scheduled for two months from now to 10 participants based on their standing in national polls. This will exclude some worthy contenders on a flimsy basis, including a candidate with 4% support, while a rival with 3% support is excluded. Given that the margin of error in most polls, their admitted rate of inaccuracy, is at least 3 to 6%, this makes no sense at all. Also, 10 candidates on stage is far too many, since each prospective president will be limited to five minutes maximum to discuss all the big issues. A much better plan would be something like this. The candidates should draw lots, dividing into three debates with five debaters each. As candidates quit the race, this can shrink to two groups of debaters, with eventually all survivors on stage together. It's not too late to restructure debate plans for the sake of the party and the country. I'm Michael Medved. Everybody, Rachel Ray here. Nothing puts a bigger smile on my face than cooking up a big meal for family and friends. But there's not enough room at my table for the 17 million kids in America who are struggling with hunger. These children, that's one out of every five, often have to skip meals because there's just nothing to eat in the kitchen. Yet there's more than enough healthy, nutritious food produced right here in America to feed every last hungry child. If only there was a way to get it to them. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks collects surplus food to give hope to hungry kids and their families all across our country. But they can't do it without your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America at your local food bank and at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Mark Salem here at your service, 602-508-0960. Four of the five lines are available. And I want to talk to you real quick about Kurtz Auto Repair. Kurtz Auto Repair was the winner of the 2015 Better Business Bureau Ethics Award in his classification, in his category. They have five categories. It's by size of business, and Kurt won his category. He's an independent, family-owned, and operated auto repair shop, and he was just recognized, like I said, as the 2015 Better Business Bureau Ethics Award winner. Since they opened their doors in 1987, Kurtz Auto Repair has been working on domestic and import cars, both gas and diesel. They have ASC certified technicians, and they do a good job, and they're a go-to shop for me. And anybody in the area of, of I-17 and Bell in, Scott, or in Phoenix, because Kurtz is on the northeast corner of I-17 and Bell. So if you live in that area, Kurtz is a great place to go. 
Uh, let's go to the uh, phones real quick. And uh, Jeremy, what was the name of that gentleman? Joel. Joel. Joel, how can I help you? Yes, sir. I got a, a statement that might pertain to a lot of your listeners that have check engine-like problems. Okay. About a year ago on my Kia Rio, 2008 Kia Rio, I, I have a habit of putting too much gas in my tank. And it's okay. just, I, I, I always did it. And for some reason, it was a 110-degree day, and I was going on an on a, on a excursion. And my check engine light went on. Of course, we all get nervous when that happens. We don't know what to do. So the first thing I did is I went to those pimply-faced people for a diagnostic. Okay. Diagnostic came back that I needed an $80 part that I wanted, if I wanted to buy it to put on. I said, well, let me give this a chance or something to change. I waited two days, and the engine light went off. So my question is this. If you put too much gas in your car... Could that affect the engine light going on? And it could be all that simple about just driving along with three quarters of a tank and give it less pressure in the tank. Okay, and the answer is yes, 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 yes. If you stuff the tank, then you're going to saturate the canister with liquid gas instead of gas fumes, and the system won't like that at all. It will take some time for the tank to drop down and for us to suck that gas, liquid gasoline, suck the fumes and get it to where it's no longer liquid, and that's about 24 hours later the check engine light will go off. So you think a lot so, of people are getting panicky about that because, like me, there must be others that oversaturate their gas tank with too much gas in there and get this check engine light going on and don't know it's the easiest just putting three quarters of a tank in and leave it that way. Give it plenty of air. Okay. Well, well, that Joel, that yes and no. There are people who stuff their tanks, and that's the reason why the industry says to people, don't stuff your tank, and when it don't fill it up, fill it up, you know, at three quarter speed, and when it clicks, hang up the nozzle. That's it. We're done. Don't stuff the tank. But when we do that, the kind of analyzation and diagnostics on your check engine light we're going to go to the canister because that's where it's going to send us and we're going to see that it's full of fuel and if we're bad guys we're going to sell you a new canister and if we're good guys we're just going to slap you on the hands Trouble stop is, doing that many bad guys out there that's what well, I mean. it's, yeah, I, I, I can't fix that. I can fix cars, but I can't fix the bad yeah, guys. The and the bad guys thing. represent about 10% yeah. of no, my no, market. No. And the fact of the matter is is that they're out there and there's nothing I can do about it. But let me uh, address another issue. You, you said something about that 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 uh, uh, you, you stuffed the tank and then you had the check engine light, then it went off You know, a little while later. There's lots of gas caps that are sold for that kind of thing. So I agree with you. People stuff their tanks. It's not... And I'll tell you something else you said that kind of piqued my mind, Joel. You said when the check engine light comes on, you don't know what to do. That That's not true. The check engine light is yellow. Yellow is caution. In your owner's manual, it says that when your check engine light comes on, you can continue to drive your car. You cannot drive your car if any light comes on on the dash that's red. But you can drive your car if it's yellow. You can drive a yellow light for a week or ten days if you have to. If I was in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and I had a check engine light come on, and I had no other symptoms, nobody was overheating, the air conditioning was working fine, and all that kind of, I'd just drive it to Phoenix, and I'd fix it there. So yellow means caution. That means you can continue to drive. Red means stop right now. 
So you, when you have a check engine light, if you, if it's on, on a Wednesday and you don't get into the shop till Tuesday, don't worry about it. It's no big deal. It's okay. But thanks for bringing that up about stuff in the tank, Joel, because that is an important consideration is don't stuff your tank. Well, just fill it up three-quarter speed. When it clicks, maybe go from 44 cents to 45 cents. That's fine. <laughs> but don't sit there and try to pack and pack and click and click and click and click and stuff your tank because you're hurting your evaporative system and you're causing problems for yourself. All righty. We also had a call, and let me see if I can figure that, find out that one real quick here. Is we had uh, here's a question that we had. Oh, by the way, the lines are open 602-508-0960. Because so much odometer rolling back of used car rentals for many years, can the present cars of today have the actual mileage rolled back? So can people mess with their odometers in the cars of today? And when we get back from this break, I'll tell you the answer to that email, and the answer may surprise you. So when we come back, we'll handle that. The lines are open, 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. Twitter can get confusing and congested with lots of stuff you don't need or want. So let 960 The Patriots tweets that matter. Vet out all the chirping. We follow the important names and only retweet the information that you want to know about. Get commentary on and retweets from the likes of Bill O'Reilly, The Drudge Report, and Charles Krauthammer, and all of your local politicians and national pundits. We do the legwork, and all you have to do is follow us on Twitter today. Twitter.com slash 960 The Patriot. Hello. I'm Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. As a kid, I was a Boy Scout, which taught me to live my life by honest principles. Through hard work and dedication to those principles, I earned the rank of Eagle Scout. I started Quality Transmission in 1977 and set out to build the most honest and trusted transmission shop in the area. In 2003, Quality Transmission was given the first Business Ethics Award from the local Better Business Bureau, and was presented to me by Steve Forbes of Forbes Magazine. No other transmission shop in the state has earned this award. Quality Transmission is also a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix, and we are one of only two transmission shops in the Valley that are AAA-approved auto repair facilities. I ran Quality Transmission using the principles I learned as a Boy Scout, which means that you can trust us to tell it like it is, when you bring your car or truck to Quality Transmission in Tempe. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com 
I'll never forget, never forget that moment as long as, I, as live. long as I live. My first call up ever as a member of the National Guard. When we got to the armory, they briefed us on the wildfires. They were getting dangerously close to homes. Helicopters were going up to drop water on the fires. Guys in the unit were preparing for firefighting with local fire crews. At that moment, I got my first taste of just how important the Guard is to my community. See how the Guard can be an important part of your life at NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Arizona National Guard. Aired by the Arizona Broadcasters Association and this station. This is NASCAR driver Kurt Busch, and I am proud to support our nation's veterans. Do you know you can get a faster decision on your disability compensation claims by filing an electronic fully developed claim, or e-claim, on e-benefits? Take it from a guy who lives his life in the fast lane. Faster is better. Visit ebenefits.va.gov today to learn more. E-claims. Online VA claims made simple. A message from the Department of Veterans Affairs. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Looking to see what's up next on The Hugh Hewitt Show? Like 960thepatriot on Facebook for daily show updates. 960 The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. 44 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and we're wrapping up the show in another 20 minutes or so. But uh, we got lines. We got open lines if you'd like to get one last question in. 602 508 Let me tell you about Auction Auto Repair. They're located at I-17 in Deer Valley. We talked to them earlier because they have a BMW technician. Action Auto Repair is a full-service, family-owned auto repair shop that served the Deer Valley and North Phoenix area since 1983. Whatever your repair needs are, visit Tom and his staff for quality workmanship, good customer service, or excellent customer service, and a fast turnaround time. Tom has technicians that are ASC Master Certified. They get the job done right, and they want you to be involved in the repair, so they're really good at communication. So if you live anywhere near I-17 and Deer Valley, Action Auto Repairs on the northwest corner of I-17 in Deer Valley, and it's a really good repair shop, really honest, really dependable, run by good people. All righty. When we start talking about um, car repair and we talk about odometers, we have to, when, we, when we're going to change your instrument panel and you have 88,888 miles on it, and we're going to put a new panel on. We have to take it someplace who's certified and has special software in order to change your odometer reading. There's also a problem with change in buying. If your car has 100,000 miles on it, and this is newer model cars, let's say the last 15 years, newer model cars, if you buy a dashboard that has less miles on it and you put it in your car, you cannot change all the other places that have logged your mileage. For instance, Carfax pays shops like mine. I don't, I don't share my information with them, but they pay shops like mine to give them access to our database so they can put on your car's VIN number, they can say it was serviced on this day at Salem's or this day at Salem's and they did this and they did this. So when you order a Carfax, you'll notice that during your emission test, your mileage is documented. When you go to the dealer for anything, your mileage is documented. And now when you're going to your typical repair shop, your mileage is documented. It's not uncommon for the law enforcement to contact the repair shops in and around where a car lived and find all kinds of paperwork that shows that 
this car had 120,000 miles on it, but as they suspected, someone has changed it to 60,000 miles. So it's really hard nowadays with all the computers and with all the interaction between the computers for somebody to doctor the mileage. It's, it would, I would be hard-pressed to do something on one of my own cars. I'm not quite sure I have the talent. I know I don't have the software, and I know I don't have the authority. And, of course, there are hackers on the Internet that can pretty much do anything you ask them to do. But the idea is is that what's, what's problematic with your car is, is that it's not as if you can take your car to them and let them change your mileage. That's the problem. So you might send your dashboard to someplace offshore and have them change your miles and then bring it back to you, but there's no guarantee that anything else is going to work, and there's a problem with that. So to answer your question, I think the auto theft guys and I think the law enforcement would agree that the days of changing odometers are few and far between. It certainly may happen in anything made before the year 2000, but since 2000, that has changed dramatically. And I would imagine that if before 5% of the cars had odometer changes today, not, not even a half a percent have them. So it's, it's changed it a lot. So that answers that particular question. And that has to do with, in the old days, we used to roll back speedometers, or people used to roll back the speedometers, but can the cars of today be rolled back and the answer is is 99.5 percent of the time they cannot so uh, and then they talked about lots of hybrids and he said to me I heard you mention on your radio program about hybrids and you seem like that you're not a fan of buying one of these autos do you feel that way and why do you uh, the hybrid is a, is a good car um, the battery issue in, in the three or four years after the car is made, it's going to need a battery that can sell anywhere between $1,800 and $3,800. Um, if you divide that by your fuel economy, that's going to rip your fuel economy apart because you have to all of a sudden add $3,800 or $2,500 or $1,900, $1,800 to your cost of that vehicle. A lot of people will buy hybrids, and when it needs a battery, when it needs the big main battery, they'll trade it in or sell it or whatever, and they take a financial beating on the car because it needs a battery, and the next person's going to have to pay for that battery. So, and I also see people that drive hybrids appropriately, and they're 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 accelerating slow and they're getting great gas mileage and they're watching their dashboard and they're doing a really good job and they brag about 30 and 40 on the high around the city and I, and I I like that but I also drive up and down Payson all the time and I see hybrids going up and down hills at 70 80 miles an hour so I know that they're not really getting good fuel economy when their foot's on the floor and neither am I when I'm following them the the idea behind a hybrid is is it's a good car and if you're inclined to get a hybrid, then fine. There's plenty of good ones out there. Toyota makes a good one. Honda makes a good one. Um, there's good hybrids out there. But the idea is is that you you can't go out and tell everybody that, well, it's not fair that you go out and tell everybody that you average 40 miles to the gallon because, like I said, come three years from now, we need to factor that battery in there, and that's part of your energy costs. And now we're going to take all your fuel economy, and so it's it's simple as I have a calculator here in front of me, and we'll say $2,500, and we're going to divide that by $2.91 a gallon, and so that comes up to 860 gallons of fuel. We're going to add 860 gallons of fuel 
to your fuel consumption, and now let's redo your numbers and find out that you're really not getting that kind of fuel economy you think you are because you haven't paid for your battery yet. I still like hybrids. We work on hybrids. Um, there is a tremendous markup in a hybrid battery, and you can do really well by shopping your hybrid battery. Just the other day, I think we bid a battery, and we were $200 um, less than the next guy up, but then the next guy up was almost $1,000 more than the two of us. So it's a good idea, and it's an easy call. This is my car. Here's the VIN number, and give us the VIN number all but the last six digits. We don't need the last six digits of your VIN, so you can just do XXXXXX, and that works fine. So the idea is is that you can bid your hybrid battery by just calling around. Do you do hybrid batteries? And if so, here's my VIN. Here's the specific on my car. Call me with an estimate, and that's how it works. Sean, good morning to you. How can I help you? How are you doing, Mark? Good. I have a quick question. I have a GMC Sierra 2000. Uh, what I, when I go to start the car, I crank it. It usually takes two or three cranks to get it started. I'm just wondering if that's going to be a fuel pump. The other thing is when I'm driving, um, if I go to accelerate a little bit every now and then, it just kind of, the car, the whole car shakes. But if I give it a hard acceleration, it goes away, and then it's fine for a while. Okay. So it's kind of right. intermittent on that, and I don't know if it's a, it's a fuel pump. I've got it's a 5.3, and I've got... I just turned 500,000 miles. I think I've changed the fuel pump once. Have you done a fuel filter lately? Yep. I put a new fuel filter in about a okay. month or so ago, and it didn't do anything. All right. All right. Well, the easy answer is is to put a fuel gauge on it, tape it to the outside of the windshield, and drive it for a couple of days, and, and that will tell you all you need to know. You're describing a problem that could be either an injector leaking or a bad fuel pressure regulator. Okay. Here's what I want you to try. Key on to not the crank position, but to the crank position. So you're going to stick your key in, and you're going to go to the crank position, but don't go otherwise the on position, but not crank. Count okay. to three. One, two, three. Turn it off. I want you to do that three times. One, two, three, off. One, two, three, off. We have now primed the system. If at that point you hit the key and it starts right up, that tells me because you've primed the system, that the system was empty of fuel, so we have a leak somewhere. Is the okay. leak the fuel pressure regulator, or is the leak one of the injectors that's staying open? Now, if the injector is staying open, typically you'll smell a little bit of gas on a cold start that will go away and never reappear again for the day. So because we're going to leak fuel into that cylinder, we're going to send that raw fuel into the exhaust, and you'll probably smell it. But some people don't. The fuel pressure regulator's job is, is to keep the pressure, and let's, I'm going to guess that your pressure is 42 pounds. So it's, its job is to keep it at 42 pounds on hard acceleration or light acceleration. Just keep it to 42. If the fuel pressure regulator, it's a rubber diaphragm with gas on one side and vacuum on the other, if the diaphragm gets a hole in it, then it sucks raw fuel through the diaphragm, and that is an additional leak or the okay. only leak, and that drops your fuel pressure. So the diagnostic on this is go to the oil, go to the fuel pressure regulator and pull the hose on it. And if the inside of the hose is the vacuum hose, it's just a little vacuum hose. If the inside of the hose is wet or, or has wet gasoline in it, then replace the fuel pressure regulator, and I've just fixed your car. Okay? Sounds good to me. All right, good luck to you. Good luck to you. And I want to tell you about uh, another repair shop, and that's called Automatic Transmission Exchange. 
he's been around since 1968. There's, he's the second oldest shop on my list, and and I think Larry Harker's is number one, and they were 1967. But Phil over at Automatic Transmission Exchange has been around in the Phoenix area since 1968. Phil and his staff at Automatic Transmission Exchange are transmission diagnostic experts. Transmission repairs and replacements done by Automatic Transmission Exchange have done gone to a new level by providing excellent products that meet or exceed your manufacturer specification. After they rebuild your transmission, and really they only rebuild about two out of every ten cars that come in, because the other eight can be fixed without a rebuild. When they rebuild your transmission, then they put it on a new state-of-the-art dynamometer and they test it before they put it in your car. That way if there's a leak or a mistake, they can fix it then and there, and they don't have to remove it from your car and add another one or two days to your entire time that your car is out of service. So Automatic Transmission Exchange is located at 40th Street in Washington, and they can help you with any of your transmission repairs. 40th and Washington, been there since 1968. If you go up and down Washington, you watch out for ATE, Automatic Transmission Exchange. Good you'll know Phil knows what he's talking about. And for those of you with sand buggies and hot rods, Phil can make any transmission a whole lot better and almost bulletproof if you're pumping four or five hundred horsepower to a transmission and you're not having as much fun as you think you can have then stop by not on a Monday morning or a Friday afternoon but stop by ATE automatic transmission exchange and yak with Phil for five or ten minutes about what you can do on your sand buggy or your Jeep and then he, he's happy to help you and he's happy to talk to you about that when it comes to auto repair it's really important that you do your best to do the symptoms and oftentimes the shop may ask you to participate in some tests if you don't want to do that that's okay but just understand that if you ask the shop to do it there's going to be a fee associated with running the, the tests on the cars so most of the time the tests that we ask you to perform is just like I asked Sean on his GMC that had what we call the, the correct terminology is extended cold crank so when it's cold it doesn't go it goes and I have to do that three or four times and then finally it goes and it starts well that's called extended cold cranking and then if it's a hot situation where it only happens when the engine's hot I run into fries, get groceries, come out 5-10 minutes later, 15-20 minutes later, and it cranks and cranks and cranks before it catches, then that's called an extended hot crank. So those are the kinds of terminology that make sense to us, and that's how we try to guide you with your symptoms. The whole idea behind talking to you at, at the front counter is, is to minimize you, the diagnostic dollars that you're going to have to spend for us to find the, the problem. Many of us senior guys can can get 25-30% of the cars diagnosed at the front counter. But just remember that the question can be answered yes, no, or I don't know. So, you know, with computers, junk in is junk out in the same way with diagnostic processes. If you say yes when really the answer is, is I don't know, then that might send us in the wrong direction. So remember, every question that your shop asks you can be in a diagnostic process. Uh, or an, and just a, a conversational kind of process is you, you can say yes, you can say no, or you can say I don't know, and that's perfectly acceptable. 
So until then, my email is mark at marksalem.com, mark at marksalem.com. And you're welcome to go to our website, marksalem.com. And you're welcome to email me any car questions you have, and I'm happy to help you. Until next week, wear your seatbelt. God bless you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.